Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Officer Antoine Thomas. Listen, I have an awesome show for you today. I have been thinking long, I have been thinking hard. What could I say next? I know I stated from day one, I was going to start off at the bottom, work my way up to the top talking about how to become a police officer, talking about becoming a police officer as a calling, all those types of episodes is what I wanted to bring to you before we start diving into the hardcore stuff of defunding the police, back the blue. We're going to get there, I promise you folks, but I must start at the basic level. And I know today's show is going to be awesome and you're going to love it. I often hear from people who ask me all the time, how do I become a police officer? It's always been something I wanted to do. Tell me how I am able to become a police officer. Well, wait no longer because we're going to be talking about that today. This is my reply to anyone who asks me this question, usually of how to become a police officer. What do I do to become a police officer, whether they are male or female, black or white? But for all, you have to make sure that you are called to this profession. And of course, you can go back to the episode one, becoming a police officer is a calling. I'm always going to stand by that. I'm never going to stray away from it. I'm never going to stop talking about it. Being a police officer is a calling. And like I said on the first episode, you have to dig deep down, way deep down inside of your heart, your mind. Pray about it to make sure this is the calling. And this, is, and this is the profession that you should be in. The police profession is unlike any other in the world. I said this before. I'm always going to say this as well. As I always say, you must be called into this profession. I'm going to say that again on every episode. Sure, yes, anyone can apply for the job of a police officer. Heck, you might even pass all the background checks, all the preliminaries, all the requirements of course, you can become a police officer if you meet those requirements and pl- and pass all these uh, preliminary checks and tests. But the question must be, is this really what you want to do? Were you really called to the profession of law enforcement? Guess what, my friends? Only you can answer that question. Today, I'm going to be giving you the basic Uh, process, excuse me, the basic fundamentals to get you going into the hiring process to become a police officer. Today's episode, how do I become a police officer? I'll be breaking that down. I'll be starting at step one, working my way up to the end of the steps. So let's dive right into it. Again, I always ask when you come into this show, Please bring a set of ears and an open mind. Let's dive in. What are the first stages of the hiring process and how do I start this hiring process? I wanted to start right here. Research the agency that you think will fit you the best. Research the agency that you think you will fit in the best as well. Find which agency you would fit in and go 
and get it. What do you mean by that? Go start the process. You typically want to start, uh, you know, we're in the world of technology, right? We're in the world of computers. Uh, typically, it's much easier to start that process online. Look up that said agency that you want to work for or have aspirations to go work for and begin researching online. I recommend that you research the agency beforehand and find out some of the things that they're doing, the divisions that they have, uh, the different um, networks that they're, I guess, intertwined with. Uh, what are they doing to impact the community? It's always never bad to look up the publicity that surrounds that agency. Find out some things like who is the police chief. That's going to be very important to you later on down the road. How many years that police chief served at that said agency? You want to know how large that city or town is, the population-wise, how many people they serve, the demographics. You want to know all this, what type of uh, income levels that this particular city or town offers. What types of divisions? Again, I talked about special units uh, from all the way from investigation all the way to SWAT team, community policing. You want to know all this stuff because I guarantee one of these boxes you're going to fit into. If you're really feeling good, why not check out the crime rate <laughs> and the types of crimes that are plaguing that particular city or town. This is very important to know. Uh, this sets you apart when you also know these types of things. Step two, you want to obviously research the salary and benefits. Why is that not the first? Because we understand in police work, it's not about the money. It's about the heart and the drive and the connections and the bridging and the networking that you're making out in the community. We always have a saying in law enforcement, if you want to get rich, wrong profession. Second question nowadays to a seasoned or veteran police officer like myself and many others, uh, when we're researching different agencies to make the transition, the first question that we want to know, what are the starting salaries? What will I make as a what we call a lateral police officer? That's someone with the experience that will bring it over to another agency. If you're straight out of the box, you don't have any experience, the salary is most important to you, the basic salary. You want to look at what are the end results, what agency starts at the entry level, and what will be the highest expanding salary you could make uh, before your retirement date. Once you're satisfied with the preliminaries of this process, I suggest that you begin the hiring process. If you've already filtered down uh, which agency you would like to be a part of, keep in mind I recommend that you Apply for multiple agencies later on down the process. Research multiple. Don't always have your eggs in one basket, as we say in law enforcement. You want to have different avenues. You want to have about five to six agencies, three to four, however many you prefer. But you want to have more than one because as a backup, one may fail. And you want to have a backup plan. I always describe being a police officer looking for a job, uh, especially when you become a veteran police officer. You are now what I call a um, person who is a, uh, uh, basically open to the seasons and uh, everybody is looking to bring you on. You are an open agent at that time, okay? And the police departments want you. You are a hot commodity. So have different agencies available to you. The website will lay out everything that you would need to apply. Again, everything you would need to apply for that agency should and usually will be laid out within 
that agency's website. Please, whatever you do, be prepared for a long process. I tell everyone when they're looking to apply for the job of the police, remember, you're not applying for a job at McDonald's. This is not a fast pace where you're going to come in and fill out an application and by next week start having your uniforms and now you're pouring the fries down in the grease. Police work is totally different. Prepare for months of a process. You notice I took a pause there because this is real stuff. Stage three. Most times you'll find that when you begin that process, you've already went ahead, uh, you identified the process, you went ahead and filled out the initial paperwork, you've already turned that into the said agency, you're starting to begin the process of moving forward. Usually the first step uh, in the process, because the agencies want to go ahead and weed out the folks who's just not going to make the cut, they start with the physical fitness process, or we call the physical fitness testing. This is a pass or fail situation. So you want to bring your A game. I recommend that if you are uh, heavily overweight, it is not basically the time for you to go ahead and run right through this physical. It takes time. It takes uh, physical training. Trust me, I know all too well. I tried it. Uh, when I first got into law enforcement back in 2008, and first thing the recruiter looked at me, he didn't say I was fat, didn't say I was overweight. Now, keep in mind, I was coming out of the culinary industry, so which meant that I enjoyed cooking. The recruiter said to me these simple words. He says, I recommend you start running and push-ups, sit-ups. Didn't say you're fat, didn't say you was overweight, but I read through it, and I understood what he was saying. It's very important that you do that. So bring some type of level of physical fitness to the table before you go ahead and apply and they set you up for physical fitness. Now, during the stage of the physical fitness, again, I told you this is a pass or fail situation. Whatever the requirements of that particular agency are, you must meet those requirements as it pertains to the physical fitness. Most agencies, especially here in uh, North Carolina where I reside, uh, use a process called the Cooper's Test. And the Cooper's Test consists of a mile and a half, you have to do uh, sit-ups and push-ups in um, a minute. So you get a minute per each. Sit-ups, you get a minute. Push-ups, you get a minute. And you want to push out as many push-ups. You want to sit up as many sit-ups as you can within that minute. And once you're done and completed those particular steps, usually they have you to do a vertical jump. Uh, sometimes they make you do sit and reach. All this is to... Go ahead and test your agility, your ability to be flexible. Um, as police officers, we are running at times. We are jumping over fences. We are jumping over cars. We are climbing and scaling buildings. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding there. But, you have, well, yeah, the SWAT team does scale build, buildings time and time and time again. This is a set of a different obstacles used to uh, st stimulate, or I should say simulate, what a real life and a police officer looks like. And they call this the POPAT, which stands for, and this is uh, widely used in the state of North Carolina. As a matter of fact, I'll be speaking on a little bit more, but these are one of the processes that you have to successfully complete at the end of the basic law enforcement training, the POPAT. What does that stand for? Police officer's agility test. Again, this is a simulation where they start you out in the chair. You must run to the first obstacle, uh, which is... Uh, fighting with a uh, road bag 
of a certain amount of weight. You have to roll on the ground with this particular bag, uh, weighted bag. It sort of simulates the ground defense fighting uh, that you usually see in the MMA. Trust me, it will tire your arms out. So this simulates your fighting on the ground. Once you have completed those particular set of rows back and forth that they are required to do, you have to get up and you have to uh, run and jump over a, uh, I think it is a six-foot gate. I'm not 100% or fence. And uh, you have a certain amount of distance that you can even gain traction to jump over. You just can't go to the uh, gate and jump over. They make you start at a distance. You have to cross over a makeshift pond or a makeshift, I should say, ditch. And from there, once you have jumped over that gate, they make you get on all four hands and knees and bear crawl or whichever successful crawl you can uh, simulating going under a tunnel or covert. Once you have completed that particular thing, you have to run certain distance back to that chair you first started off in, which is basically your patrol car. You then bust out a set of push-ups. As you can imagine, your arms, legs, feet, eyes, teeth, lips, tongue, <laughs> everything is on fire. And you are in uh, what we call excruciating pain. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But once you have completed those set of push-ups, you go back to that simulating dummy that's laying on the floor. Again, it is very heavy. And you complete another set of uh, bag rows. Okay. And by this time, yes, all upper shoulder, all upper body strength has decreased. Uh, there's some more things that are involved in that. I won't take much time, but you're welcome to look up what a popat actually looks like on YouTube. From that process, when you successfully complete that, all the stages of whatever said uh, agency wants you to complete as it pertains to the physical fitness process, you will then uh, be blessed and you will then move on to a preliminary interview. Typically, what you see at a preliminary interview is going ahead and sitting down with the recruiter, going over the types of paperwork you will need to successfully complete the hiring process as it pertains to paperwork. And let me tell you, it is just what it is, paperwork, tons and tons and hundreds of pages of paperwork. So let me take a pause when the world says that we're not getting good quality candidates into the police department, that we're just picking them and putting them to work. That's not true. You go through a, uh, extensive background check. You go through extensive paperwork checks. And all this process is partially also made up so that if someone's really not filling the line of uh, duty in the police officer and you just chose to go to this job because this was your last resort. Usually the paperwork will weed uh, such person out. If this is something that you really want to do, your heart, mind, soul is in it, you'll go through the process. Keep that in mind. Now, you move on to the fourth stage of the hiring process after you've completed your initial interview. Uh, typically, you also find that the agencies will set you up what they call a panel interview. Okay. If you successfully pass that stage of the panel interview, which makes up different people 
in different ranks uh, within that police agency. Usually you'll find a line officer, you'll find a lieutenant, a sergeant, possibly a captain, and usually they have a member of the town or the city's HR department present and serving on that particular panel. Get ready for this. You will be drilled. Again, I repeat, <laughs> you'll be drilled with questions from what you did as a child all the way up to what you've done as an adult. Now, keep in mind, this is at the basic level of a police officer, at a local level or state level. We haven't even mentioned the federal level. Okay. You have to go through top secret clearances. They want to know everything about your past, your mom and dad, sister, brother, cousin past. So keep in mind, it is a whole nother process. So being a police officer is definitely a calling. <laughs> if you haven't agreed anymore with me, I'm sure you agree. now the process is long. Once you drill on those set of questions, you have to really think quick on your feet because a lot of different questions are being fired on you. And sometimes these questions are open-ended. Sometimes they're long-winded, but you have to really focus and take everything else out of your mind and focus on the questions at hand. And usually uh, one or two of those questions, you'll have to ask the person who's particularly uh, at that time reading the question to you to repeat it because it's so much. It's like a power-packed Eminem Skittle Snicker question. Okay. You have the coating candy coating on the outside chocolate in the middle or if that's just the milk chocolate m&ms then you have the peanut or the almond whatever it may be can you tell that i want a bag of m&ms okay i do <laughs> you have to be really quick on your feet you have to think about these questions and fire back with surety and correctness as well not every question will be answered in the manner that the panel is actually looking for they understand that unless you're a veteran police officer and you've done it time and time again. But as an entry-level new guy, you probably won't get it right all the time. This is the time that you want to sell yourself, be familiar with the town or city population and demographics because you never know when they may ask you. Some agencies will pre-alert you regarding certain things that are important to that town or city. So keep that in mind. Also, you want to be familiar with that agency's mission statement. That's usually very near and dear to the police chief's heart. Okay, very important to that agency. You want to know that before you go into that interview. If you successfully pass the panel interview, you will usually move on to the next phase of the hiring process, which is the background stage, step five. This process, you will complete tons and tons of more paperwork once again. This is where usually you get down to your criminal history checks, okay, starting from a young adult all the way up to the age where you would apply, obviously. You get into your driving history records, your credit score checks, your friends and family checks. This is when they go through your references to make sure that everything you put on the application is correct. When it goes through your um, personality, things and the strengths and weaknesses that you're good at, your references will be able to go ahead and vouch for you. So make sure you get good references. But they usually give you the ramifications on who you can and cannot choose. Obviously, mom and dad cannot be your reference. But however, your school teacher possibly can be. Make sure you ch choose the teacher that really loved you the most, the one you brought cookies and milk to. Usually, you also have your jobs checks during this process. Also, during the background stage, you'll have what we call an educational records check, okay, for your transcript, uh, excuse me, transcripts from 
college, your high school diploma, uh, all the different um, educational deals that you have done. Okay, we're almost done here. If you successfully complete this stage of the process, which is the background again, you usually move on to the police chief interview. You are now near the end of the hiring process, okay? This is the nitty-gritty. During the police chief interview, this is the process when you usually sit down in front of he or she and have your one-on-one. This is the time that you get a chance to know the police chief. He or she gets a chance to know you. This is definitely the time you want to sell yourself. I repeat, sell yourself. You also want to know a little bit about that police chief uh, prior uh, job history, where they went, where they came from, where they're going. Kind of want to know that information. It helps you out. You'll score some brownie points. At this stage, if he or she gives you their blessing, you're pretty much golden from here. You can sit back, kick up, cross your legs, because you're smooth sailing from this point on. You're almost on your way to the police academy. We're almost done. You're almost done. You're heading towards the road to be a basic law enforcement trainee. If you successfully pass the chief's interview, he or she kisses you on the forehead, gives you the blessing, Prepare to start typing up your resignation letter to whatever job you're currently at, okay? <laughs> but don't send it yet. Don't send it. Don't send in your resignation yet letter yet. It's not time. Stage or step seven, your drug, your physical uh, background check of your mental capabilities, what we call a psychological test. You'll have your polygraph test or your stress test during this particular stage of the process, okay? Yes, the polygraph is very intimidating, but if you have not done anything in your past, you will pass it. Of course, we see a lot of mental illnesses going around in the world today, and just because you are applying for the police uh, job of a police officer do not mean that you have all your mental uh, faculties um, abreast and up to date. So, you may be weeded out during this process. I recommend if you do suffer from different things that will take you out of the hiring process, uh, this is not the job for you. Let's face it, being schizophrenic, having extreme bipolar is probably not going to cut it in this line of work, especially in 2021. I'm only giving you facts. Keep that in mind. You do definitely want to consult your physical or your primary doctor before even for before you begin the hiring process if you do suffer from uh, some type of mental illness. Now, I'm not making light of it, not making fun of you, but this is probably not the job for you. Keep that in mind. You must successfully complete and pass all stages that I mentioned to you, the drug screening, the psychological, the polygraph. Got to complete it. If you do pass that successfully, you are brought back into the police department usually for sit down with the chief or someone that he or she deems uh, to sit down with you, and you are given a conditional offer. During during the conditional officer process, you basically are going to be offered a job if you complete and meet all the conditions that will be attached to that conditional offer. So please, whatever you do, 
Don't mess this up. This is the time that the agency will give you your starting salary, your starting date to, to get ready and gear up to attend the academy. Don't do anything crazy. Don't mess it up because my friends and family, cousins, sisters, brothers, you can have your offer rescinded. And then now, guess what? You're out of a job. Delete that resignation letter. You ain't going nowhere. Now, if you successfully complete it and you pass everything, guess what? Look at your employer and say, adios, amigos. I'm out. <laughs> you would then move on to the last stage in the process. I'm going to clap again for that, okay? You are making it. You are then giving your start date for the basic law enforcement training. We call B-L-E-T. You're not going to be in the academy. Prepare yourself for a good six months if you're going to a police agency. Four to six months is usually what the police agency require. Here in North Carolina, usually a community college offers basic law enforcement training as well. Their program is usually short. It's more like four months. Um, sometimes you look at it and you'll see that it's um, it can even be four to two months. But a police operating police department, you're usually going to see yourself in the academy for six months going through rigorous training, physical training, mental training, all types of training to get you prepared. Books, of course, education is going to be a big one. They're going to be teaching you the legal. They're going to be teaching you juvenile law. That's when you get all of your teachings right here in the police academy. So that when you get out, you are a what we call sharp enough to know nothing. Because then once you complete the police academy, you have to go out on field training. <laughs> and that's when you put all that training that you've learned book-wise sort of into light and into place. Okay? Once you successfully complete the police academy my last clap you are then moved out of what they call the entry level spot or position over and transferred over into the new hire police officer process this is where you see the road at the end of the tunnel so where you put all that training that you've learned in basic law enforcement academy now you go out on the streets and god bless you if you get a uh, what we call a prick Field training officer, good luck to you. It's going to make your life miserable. But understand, on a, on a real serious note, uh, that person really cares and has your back. If I can encourage any new police officer if going through this uh, field training process and you feel like you want to quit, don't quit, okay? They're going to make you better than what you already were. Now, boys and girls, let your career begin. You have successfully, successfully completed the entire hiring process. You are now uh, moving into the basic law enforcement training. You are gracious enough to pass that police academy. You're gracious enough, uh, gracious enough to have your family friends uh, come and watch you hold your hand on the Bible, left hand on the Bible with your hand raised high, right hand, giving your oath of office. Have that wonderful shiny new badge pinned on the left breast shiny boots, crisp uniform with military creases on your police patches, belt donned, and all of your gear is polished, okay? Gun has no dust or, 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 or dirt in it. Handcuffs are polished. Huh, am I making sense here? Two pins in the right pocket. Notepad. My friends, you're off. You're ready.
to become a police officer. The hiring process is going to take you at least a good four months, so be prepared for that. Sometimes it's more. Remember, you are at the agency's mercy. Listen, I want to say to all my listeners out there, if you want to be the change, I suggest and I command and I challenge you to take up an application, apply, and be the change that you're out in the streets riding and that you're out there preaching about. Be the change, apply, and become a police officer. If you want to be the change, let's make it happen. Listen, I just gave you a complete rundown on what it takes and what you need to do to become a police officer. I really hope that this episode was a blessing to you, and I want to thank all of my listeners. Do something for me, please, as I always say in my episodes. Like, subscribe, and share. Share my channel to your friends and your family. As I always say, reach one, teach one. I have really enjoyed spending time with you today on this episode. Please join me again very soon. Not sure what the next episode looks like. Not even sure what the next episode would be. But what I do know is this. I'm never going to bring garbage to you. I'm going to bring the truth. I'm going to bring facts. And I'm going to bring the things that will enhance your thinking so that you will, moving forward, say and preach the right things as it as it pertains to the police profession. So again, I really enjoyed you. Thank you for your time. I am your host, Antoine Thomas.